Hey everybody. I'm so glad to be back doing a podcast again. It's been about two years now since I put out the last podcast episode. And so I decided to just go in a new direction to start a new podcast altogether. Um, I don't want to just focus on motherhood because that really doesn't encompass who I am as a person and who I become. And so I am going to start all over. Uh, My plan is really just to bring all kinds of women from all different backgrounds onto the show just to expose our community to different ways of living. Um, I just feel like we're so boxed in and we've been told to live life in a certain way and it just doesn't fit for all of us. I feel like I have spent my 20s really trying to box myself into being what I thought I was supposed to be and I'm finally committed to being who I know God designed me to be and I don't fit into a box and I don't think any of us do. So that is my goal of the podcast. Um, I guess an intro to me because not everyone is going to know me. My name is Cassie Burgos. I am 33 years old. I have three daughters, ages nine years old, six years old, and my newest baby who's almost 11 weeks. Um, I've been married almost 11 years. And for those who know Bobby and I, um, we have worked really hard on our marriage and we're super proud to have gotten to 11 years because we married very young. Uh, we were only 22 when we got married and we had a lot of, lot of bad things happen in our relationship before we even got married. Um, and so we were just young and dumb and got married and my husband already had a son. And so I spent my twenties, um, sacrificing everything to be a wonderful stepmom and to be a great mom to my girls. And it really, it was a beautiful season in my life, but it's one I feel like I grieve at times because I was so focused on being a mom that my marriage was neglected. My, I was neglected. I neglected myself and I was always trying to do what was best for them. And Um, this time around, you know, having my youngest daughter, she's only 11 weeks old, but it, it's a whole new world for me because although she's my priority and she's my best little buddy right now, we're always together and I absolutely adore her. And there's really something special about having kids later. You know, I had my first at, um, 23 and when I had my first, I already had my five-year-old stepson I was raising too. So, you know, I was full in it at a very young age. Um, and then having her, I'm 33, it's, it's something I value in a whole different way, being a mom. Um, she's, like I said, she's my priority and I love her and she's my everything, but I know that if I'm not okay, she's absolutely not going to be okay. Um, so a little of my background, just a lot of, uh, depression, anxiety, panic, um, is something that finally our society is talking so much more about and openly talking about it. And I've never had any shame discussing it. I went through a really tough, uh, postpartum depression and anxiety with my second daughter, Adeline in 2016, 2017, 2018, all throughout those years, I really battled. Um, and instead of really digging down to the root of what was wrong, I kind of just labeled it postpartum depression, anxiety, panic, health. I even had health anxiety before that was a thing, you know, before COVID came along. Um, 
I just like put band-aids on it. I didn't really dive deep and try to figure out what my body was telling me. And this time around with Bella, with my youngest, my baby, um, I, I wouldn't say I had postpartum depression and anxiety. I would say that my whole life, kind of my, my, um, my demeanor is with a little level of, you know, depression and anxiety is just kind of what I carry with me. So I would say I still generally have that battle, but this time I decided that I'm just so sick of myself. Like I'm so sick of having the same mental health battles over and over and over again, and just truly never getting anywhere. I just, I mean, the doctors don't help. That's a lost cause. My medication doesn't help. You know, unfortunately I had to go back on medication because I was terrified of postpartum depression. So I just did it. Um, and it, it's just a bandaid, you know, and it's really hard when you're told the very basics of like drink your water and eat healthy and exercise and get some sun and then you'll be fine. And I've always done all those things. I've done them. I've done the therapy. I've done the group therapy. I've done the Bible studies. I've been a leader in the church. I've, I've done so much. I've done the exercising and the eating healthy and the water. Um, but what I've never done truly is individualize that for myself. I've never said, well, what kind of exercise do I actually need for my body? What kind of food do I actually need for my body? I never knew that I was supposed to track my cycle, you know, my period cycle. I never knew about my hormones truly. You know, I, I've never done this deep dive into my own body because we've really gotten away from that in this society where it's the one size fits all concept. And so this time I'm going on a health journey to really actually cure my mental health battles because I just don't believe that I have to suffer with it forever. I just, I have a hard time believing that I can live out the rest of my life feeling like this because the problem I see in the society is we live in the wealthiest place in the world and we're the most miserable people and unhealthiest people. And, and it's something I, I surface level understand, but my purpose of this podcast is to really dive deep and understand what it is that we're doing wrong as individuals for our own individual minds, bodies, souls. Um, I think that the only way that we learn is through other people's stories and testimonies. We really can't isolate ourselves and learn anything. We have to really get out there and meet people and read the right content and be exposed to all these different ways of life to truly understand who we were supposed to be. And it's a trial and error process. And like I said, you know, I'm 33 years old and I've done this deep dive into myself. Like, who am I? And I always kind of go back to um, my faith in God and like my Christian religion and the church. And um, I've been a leader and many different aspects in the church. And most recently I have led um, regarding marriage, a lot of marriage stuff since me and Bobby have been on this big recovery journey for almost two years now. And it is a, a beautiful thing to be able to lead and to help other women and guide other women um, and point them towards God. But what I'm learning is that there's no way I can force my beliefs on anyone else. And I don't particularly want to. Um, 
you know, my faith has to be stronger and stronger and stronger as well. You know, it's, it's, it's my own personal journey that I want to be on. I don't want that responsibility of pouring that into others because that's not where I'm at with my faith journey. And so, you know, stepping kind of away from that role as a Christian woman is what I have to do for myself. But um, I still want to empower women in the way I know how to. The one gift that I've been given is to empower other women and to encourage other women and to support other women. And it's something I'm, I'm naturally good at. And I think that because I've experienced the lowest of lows in my life, I have a, a level of empathy for others. And even when I meet people who have gone through something much more catastrophic than me, I still have empathy for them because pain is pain. Um, and I no longer have that mindset of comparing traumas and pains. And that's where we get really toxic is the comparison. Um, I think that we all battle stuff that we don't talk about. And my battles have taken me to deep, dark places. And so is yours. And I... <clears throat> I, I know that isolating is just not going to get us anywhere. And I know that going through the whole COVID thing was like the most isolating experience for most people. And it really affected a lot of people differently. Um, I never really cared about COVID rules. Like I'd never isolated myself because of COVID, but I watched people destroy themselves through trying to be a certain way and it brought up all this political stuff and it's just been nasty you know the whole world has shifted and changed in a way um and even now you know when I think about my friends and family and and I look out into the community people are struggling there's like not really many people that I see who are doing fantastic right now it's like everybody has something going on. And I understand it's always been that way, that we always struggle and we always battle, but you can see it on people's faces. You know, this this sadness and this worry and this emptiness. And you can see the different generations. Like my father, you know, he's um, he's 60, going to be 61. And it's like that generation, you see almost this like grieving of life of like, wow, you know, look, look what our kids have to go through in raising their own children. What are my grandkids going to go through? What, what is going on? Like what is going on in this world? And it can be scary. And there's a lot of fear tactic tactics. And there's, there is a lot going on. There's always been a lot going on. And you know, media doesn't help any, they overexpose us. But what I can say that I've learned in my short 33 years of life is that this world is truly what we make it. And people don't like that. I know. And I do understand that some people are born in certain situations or have certain health issues or have, we all have our battles, right? But what I learned is that in the periods of my life where I've isolated myself and I've binged on Netflix and I've watched every trashy drama show I can find, I've been miserable in comparison to when I've put myself out there. I've asked for help. I've helped others. I've been out in my community I've been going to events, I've, I've been doing these empowering things, or just going to coffee with friends or whatever, right? There's this dramatic difference in what the world looks like when you put on those lenses. 
And that's kind of my point is where right now I'm going to put on a new pair of glasses and see things through a new view because I'm tired of seeing it through what I've seen it through in the past couple years. Um, I've allowed pain and hurt and trauma to just consume my life. And my life has kind of happened in that way where there's been these big momentum, you know, these boosts of like negative momentum in my life where a lot of bad things kind of happen in a cluster. Um, and I'm forced to kind of survive that and then put on some band-aids and then go back out into the world and figure it out. And I'm tired of the band-aids. There's band-aids like on my body head to toe. And we do a wonderful job of going on social media and showing our lives and showing up as our best selves. We all do it. And I do love my daughters and my husband and we do have a beautiful life, but I struggle and I struggle a lot. And that's not to be a victim or to ask for sympathy because I'm a grown ass woman and I'm going to take care of my own stuff and I'm going to ask for help when I need it. And I'm going to go to therapy every week, like I've been doing, and I'm going to keep doing my things. Right. But at some point, everything has to change, you know, and all my band-aids have to come off and I have to figure it out. And there's so many people who are just sitting at that pivotal point of that in between where it's like, it's do or die. You're either going to go for it or you're not. And I feel like finally, maybe finally society is accepting that individuality and allowing us to really embrace who we are. And I have a lot of hope because of that. Um, I think that I've held myself back because of my religious beliefs or being married or being a mom or whatever it might look like for you. We all kind of have these hurdles that we have to navigate and find that that balance. But at the same time, I don't want to turn 50 and look back and say, oh my God, I was a wonderful wife and a wonderful mother, but I didn't do these things that God put in my heart, these passions, this fire, this these goals, this energy that I have that's lying right beneath the surface of all this mess, this, this mess of trauma and tragedy and pain and depression and comparison and failure. I'm right there on the cusp. And I just want to dive in and dig it all out. I want to dig through it all. And I really want to find that soul healing. And I'm almost there. You know, I feel like I've done so much work in the past two years. My husband and I have done so much recovery work. We have learned so much. Our marriage is just this beautiful thing that we've created together because we wanted it and we chose it. And my relationship with my daughters is a beautiful thing because I've invested my time and energy into that. And I'm so grateful, but there's so much more I want to accomplish. And there's so much new knowledge coming out about our bodies and our minds and our hormones and all these things I've recently been learning. And I'm really eager and excited to share those things. Um, I just feel like knowledge is power. It truly is. I mean, there's things I've, I've been reading books lately where I'm like, why didn't they teach us this? Like, why wasn't there a class all about this in high school? Why aren't we learning things that are really super, super important things I should have known a long time ago that I never knew. And I'm not the only one. And so I'm excited to bring on different women with different views and backgrounds. I am so blessed to know women who are on all different walks of life. And to me, that is beautiful. I am so curious about people's lives. I'm, I truly love people. It's what I'm passionate about. 
you know, what's hard is that when I am in this kind of depression, fog, misery state that I can find myself in, I shut down and, um, and I stop reaching out to my friends and, and I stop nurturing what God placed in my heart. And he placed in my heart to bring women together and community together and to connect the right people to each other. And it's a low paying job. I mean, I'm not going to make any money from it. Right. But I am so motivated by seeing people's lives changed. And I've been blessed enough to go through my own struggles and um, be able to pour into women and help women and and see a result from that. Right. From just kind of speaking some truth and life into them. And I'm ready to be on a bigger platform to speak life into other women. And I'm super, super excited for that. Um, If anyone is interested in being on the podcast, please contact me. Um, My phone number is 209-247-3705. You can just text me and um, I will be emailing out a questionnaire just to get to know you a little bit better if I don't already know you. I'm very open to discussing anything. Like I just want to talk about anything, everything. I don't really care what it is. I'm so curious about how other people are thriving in life and what your hobbies are and your goals are and what does your marriage look like and what kind of mom are you? I want to just explore all these different topics. Um, So I really look forward to sharing more about myself and my journey. And I look forward to hearing from all different women. Um, I have some really cool people lined up to come on the show. I'm thrilled about that. Um, I'm just super excited and super pumped about this. I'm really excited to be vulnerable again because I know when I got pregnant, I kind of clammed up and I shut down and oh my God, I can't wait to talk about pregnancy because I swear for me, pregnancy is like this marathon that I just really don't want to run and I fight it every step of the way until the baby's born. And then it's like, I can breathe again. So that's pregnancy for me. I see others of you on Facebook, like just embracing pregnancy as this beautiful thing. And I ain't the one. So I'm super excited to kind of feel back to being myself again. Um, you know, obviously a, a 10 week old baby, 11 week old baby doesn't sleep much, but I have to say she's my better sleeping baby than my other two girls. So that is an answered prayer. So not feeling as bad I, as I was expecting to maybe feel and just trying to make small changes um, just to my daily routine. And daily routine is freaking hard when you have kids, that's for sure. So anyways, um, again, my phone number 209-247-3705. Please contact me to be on the podcast. Thank you. It was great being with you guys. Have a great day.